0: What's up, y'all? This is Paul from Between the Buried and Me, and you're watching Metal on Loud. Thanks
1: for joining me the podcast, man.
0: Yeah, man, it's a pleasure to be here.
1: How are things in your world?
0: Uh, pretty good right now. I'm a little nervous. We're supposed to leave for tour in like a week. And, you know, there's like, um, you know, there's like a spike in uh, coronavirus cases right now. So uh, we're hoping for the best, hoping not for another lockdown. But so fingers crossed.
1: i've been uh, been interviewing a lot of a lot of bands lately and uh, they all face the same problem
0: yeah Uh, i mean there's nothing we can do about it so you know we're just gonna try to stay positive and and yeah hope for the best
1: that's uh, the only thing you can really do absolutely
0: that's right (laughs) yeah we've been doing it for like 15 months now so
1: (laughs) (laughs) well you already had to uh, postpone another tour right
0: yeah, this this tour actually, we were supposed to do this tour in May of 2020 and of course that's right around when everything kind of went crazy, so um, we're finally doing it, you know, hopefully, uh, a year and a half later almost. 20th
1: anniversary tour, that's, uh, that's a terrible thing to blow off man.
0: I know man, You got we gotta do it, so it's just 21 years now instead of 20.
1: Well, add an extra to it, no problem. <laughs> Yeah. So, new album, um, Colors 2. Why the
0: 2? Well, um, you know, we, we thought that uh, we found ourselves feeling kind of in a similar uh, headspace before we started writing this album um, that we felt in 2007 when we wrote the first Colors. We just felt like we needed to probably write the best album of our careers and really kind of push ourselves. Um, we had that same feeling of desperation in 2007. We felt like we really had to do something special, um, and and now, you know, all these years later, 14 years later, um, you know, we're getting older, and we just felt like, hey, if we're going to keep doing this for a long time, we really need to, to do something that people are going to remember, and um, it just seemed appropriate to call it Colors too, because it was, again, it was like we we felt the same way we did back then so it just seemed appropriate and also it gave us the opportunity to do some um, kind of go back and listen to Colors uh, Colors 1 and maybe uh, pick up on a couple little, little musical nuggets that we could call back and um, mm-hmm. and reference on, on the second one so that was kind of fun to do and I think some of the fans will pick up on some of that stuff so I uh,
1: spent a lot of time uh, this week uh, trying to compare the two albums and yeah. uh, one of the realizations i had is that they're really different albums
0: <laughs> they are i agree with you i agree i think they you know the, i think people can listen to it a couple different ways i mean on the one hand it's just a new between the Buried and me album you know we're mm-hmm. we're we we are we were not going to rewrite colors um we're 14 years older we you know we have a new uh you know we're gonna write a new album with new songs and you know we sound a little different and our style is a little different from back then um but i think people maybe will like the big picture um maybe there's a lot you know there are some similarities there um it's a very dynamic album uh it's super proggy but there's also a lot of heavy moments there's a lot of kind of more atmospheric um, uh, softer moments as well and so I think in a lot of ways the dynamics of the album are very similar to Colors 1 but the actual material for the most part is is new, it's just new music from Between the Buried to Me, we just kind of used Colors 1 as kind of a template uh, to work from and again just kind of a source of inspiration and, and, and we did like I said, there's a couple moments in there where we did kind of try to reference some musical um, phrases or, or motifs, I guess, um, from Colors One. But but you're right; I agree with you. It's it's a new album. You know, if people think they're going to hear Colors again, I mean, just go back and listen to Colors. You know, this is a new album. It's just it just for us as creative uh, as musicians. For us, it very much feels like the sequel to Colors. But it doesn't have to feel like that to the yeah. to the listener. It can just be a new experience. That's it's totally fine.
1: A load reload situation.
0: R- exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that wasn't the intent. You know, it was it was much more uh, abstract than that. You know.
1: Yeah. The further you get along in your uh, careers, uh, the more your own sounds seems to evolve. Uh, the more little nuggets of um, different styles you pick up and put into your music. I think that was really strong in this uh, effort as well in
0: the Colors 2 album. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, there's a couple things uh, that are, you know, t- to speak to that. I mean, first of all, all five of us write music. So it's not, we're not one of those bands where like one guy writes all the songs. So mm-hmm. like every album kind of sounds the same and you know, he, you know that person has their own style and that's just kind of what everything sounds like. Um, all five of us, uh, you know, create music and, and bring ideas to the table. So every time we write an album, you know, you got five different people who've been listening to music and, and doing their own thing for two years or whatever the case may be. And so then they bring they bring all those ideas in and we start putting it together. And, and before you know it, you know, it just, it sounds like Between the Buried to Me. It sounds like the next evolution of Between the Buried to Me. So this album is no different. You know, we really... Um, everybody chipped in, you know, and we all just listen to so much music and have such a wide spectrum of influences from classical to jazz, to classic rock, to metal, to, you know, everything in between, you know, like, uh, it just, it all finds its way in, into our formula somehow. And, uh, you know, some people probably think it's, um, sounds a little disjointed or, or whatever, but that's just our style. And, Um, I think we have gotten better at making it work in the context of like a song or an album. It sounds a little less um, schizophrenic. You know, it sounds a little bit more like um, it was it it sounds a little more intentional. And it sounds it sounds a little bit like we know what we're doing sometimes, which is um, may or may not be true. I don't know. I don't want to give it away, but uh, it sounds like we know what we're doing.
1: I was uh, pleasantly surprised when I heard the first single, um, where, where it goes from Standard Metalcore to Jackson uh, 5 to uh, Oktoberfest to uh, Dragon Force <laughs> back to Metalcore.
0: I don't you said Oktoberfest. That's funny. Yeah, uh, you nailed it. I mean, that song's a prime example. Like the first half of that song. Um, where it's got the like gospel kind of sound in Oregon and just very simple, you know, guitar uh, chord progression and the bass solo. And I, that section, uh, Blake, our drummer actually wrote that um, all the way through the drum solo section. Like that was his idea. He was like, I want to have this kind of like gospel sounding, um, like if gospel met metal, you know, like that's kind of what I wanted to sound like. And then I want to have the drum solo section. And then he was like, hey, Paul, I need you to write some like power metal stuff. <laughs> And I was like, all right, you know, and and uh, so I, you know, I just wrote that, you know, the whole power metal part uh, through to the end of the song. And, uh, and then once we recorded it, it was like, well, man, we gotta put some banjo on this thing and some mandolin, you know, and <laughs> maybe that's where you get the uh, October, Fe- like Renaissance fair vibe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, you know, that's just how t- songs take shape in, in B.T. band world. You know, somebody has a very simple idea and then from there it just balloons into this this grandiose uh, spectacle. So um, but, you know, I think I don't know if you've heard the whole album, but that song is very different than anything else on the record. Um, it's not, you know, everything doesn't sound like fix the air, but um, but it is it is part of it is a, an important part of the album, I think. Mm-hmm. And, um, it, and it also is kind of a, a good example of how we write music. Um, yeah. Everybody's We're just all bouncing ideas off of each other and it just ends up being what it is.
1: One of the things that really struck me when I um, listened to this album, but when I listen to all your work, is how much thought there must go into a song because they are so layered and so complex, so nuanced.
0: Yeah, I mean, surprisingly, uh, a lot of people maybe would be surprised to hear that we, we actually edit the songs down quite a bit, you know, um, this, this album probably would have been two hours long Mm -hmm. if we didn't trim some parts and like, you know, and we have gotten a little bit more, um, judicious and deliberative about how we structure our songs. Now we, we do try to, um, make them a little more organized structurally. Um, Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, we do, we actually do, uh, quite a bit of like downsizing. So there's usually even more in there than you hear. Um, but, uh, so yeah, it, it does require a lot of thought. Um, and it, it requires just as much subtraction as it does addition, uh, believe it or not. So that's kind of maybe something that that has changed over the years as, when we were younger, we just wanted to add, 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 add more parts, more parts, you know, and now it's, it's kind of the opposite, you know, Mm -hmm. even though it's still an almost 80 minute long album, you know, it, to me, um, it sounds almost simpler. The music musically, it's a little more simple than some of our older stuff even. So, um, yeah, but, but as you said, it's a lot of layers. Um, Mm -hmm. and we really do focus on that a lot. Um, you know making the parts more melodically and harmonically dense um adding some instrumentation that maybe is is a little bit non traditional in metal um and all that really kind of helps for you know make it make it sound big and um harmonically dense i think that's mm-hmm. that's important and more imp- that's actually more important than than structural density you know it's not about the quantity of riffs it's about the quality of riffs and how the parts are orchestrated that's what um that's what ultimately stands the test of time in my opinion
1: i'm really wondering uh, how you're going to pull this off live, because some of these songs they're all over the place
0: <laughs> <laughs> we don't think about that until this time <laughs> yeah it's gonna be hard um yeah it's gonna be hard uh some of them will be easier than others but yeah like um gosh like human as hell that's gonna be a tough song to pull off live um but man honestly like we've got older songs there's songs off of uh silent circus or uh alaska that are honestly harder to play than the newer material You know, um, the newer material. It's more about like trying to figure out how to make because, like you said, it's going to be hard to make it. It's hard to make it sound good live Mm -hmm. because in the studio you have the benefit of being able to stack multiple guitar parts and harmonies, and you know have uh, you know orchestral sounds, string instruments, and stuff like that that we can't really duplicate live. So you can sample some of that stuff, but um, yeah, like how do you translate it to a live setting and not overdo it not try to like sample every single part you know and all this stuff so that is a challenge um to get it to like sound good but also still have the energy of, of a live you know sound like a live band um it is challenging but as far as technicality like actual playing on guitar honestly man the ol- the older songs are harder for me Cause i just can't play that fast anymore you know i'm like oh my hands just don't want to do it anymore you know so <laughs> well yeah. we're all fall apart one day at a time <laughs> yeah the only the fastest part of the record is probably like the sweeps and um uh, fix the air that's like mm-hmm. as fast as i can play those yeah. arpeggios you know so that'll be tough live i mean it'll probably sound like it'll probably sound terrible <laughs> but i'm gonna try um you know it is as fast for a 42 year old man that's when I was in my 20s, it wouldn't have been a problem, but now it is it is hard to play that stuff.
1: <laughs> I'm uh, really looking forward to hearing this stuff live, man. It's, yeah, yeah,
0: man. We look forward to playing it. Yeah. <laughs> we really do.
1: I saw you have uh, a bunch of dates planned in uh, August and September.
0: It's we do, yeah. Fingers, fingers crossed right? that everything works out, yeah. In yeah. the U.S.
1: Any plans beyond that, or are you just uh, being careful right now?
0: Well, we're being careful right now. I mean, we do have plans beyond that. We really, you know, we're already putting the ball in motion to plan out um, the next touring cycle. So, which obviously includes uh, Europe and uh, some more U S and Canada, obviously, but um, it's hard to really get too far ahead right now with the way things are. It, you kind of just have to take it uh, one step at a time, but um, we, we are kind of planning things as, as though uh, life will be somewhat normal um, in the next you know six, eight months or whatever so uh, we, we hope for the best but yeah here we, we, we are hoping so um, you know we, we definitely look we, we feel like we wrote you know our best album and we want a tour on it you know as, as you know I mean that's our bread and butter like we don't make a living. Uh, without playing shows you know bands like us we don't it's not like we can you know pay our bills with um spotify revenue you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. it doesn't happen so um those fractions of a penny don't really add up very fast uh so you know we need to be on the road and we need to play um oh wow there's a deer just walking in front of my window beautiful uh, buck with antlers um yeah i mean we we want to play shows i mean mm-hmm. we have to play shows that's our that's how, like I said, that's how we make a living. And um, but uh, it's out of our control, you know. We just have yeah. to kind of wait and see what happens. But but we're we're hopeful. We're hopeful that things will be good. Um, I'm happy to see that you know things in Europe are starting to uh, maybe feel a little bit more normal. I, I assume here
1: in I Holland mean, uh, they uh, rolled back a lot of the uh, uh, restrictions. Uh, relief. Every yeah. show that isn't seen is is now banned. <laughs>
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I fear that that may happen in America as well. And, you know, I mean, we're a country that has, everybody could have the vaccine if they wanted, but half the population doesn't want to get it. So, um, you know, that's, uh, I, I fear the same thing may happen Um, and it may happen while we're on tour. I I don't know. Um, but, uh, I'm hopeful that, you know, I'm hopeful that things are moving in the right direction. And, uh, cause yeah, we'd love to get over there, man. I mean, you know, Europe is, is, we love going there. Um, Holland in particular, I mean, you know, that's one of our favorite, favorite places to play. So it's hard to imagine, uh, not going there for the foreseeable future. So, so we really hope that, um, things are, things are moving in, in the right direction just, you know, maybe there'll be a couple, we have to take two steps forward and one step back and then exactly. hopefully, th- you know what I mean? So we'll yeah, see what yeah. happens, but I'm sure it's very frustrating. It's frustrating here as well. And mm-hmm. and uh, we'll just, we'll just have to wait and see.
1: Are there any more uh, singles uh, coming out soon? Uh, do you have any more video plans, stuff
0: like that? Uh, we actually have a single coming out. Uh, technically it'll be tonight. At, um, well, for you, for you guys, it'll be tomorrow, but like, yeah, around midnight tonight, we're going to release one more song. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so, uh, that will be cool. Uh, it's one of my, it's the song, It's called revolution in limbo. It's the song, um, right before fix the air on the album. So we're going to release that and also announce some, um, uh, some repressings for the vinyl and stuff like that. So, um, we're excited about that. Um, try not to leak that out to the American public for the next few hours, please. I won't, um, I won't. Supposed, this supposed to yeah. So, so yeah, we are going to release that song yeah. and hopefully we'll see if it has anything near the feedback that fixed the air had, I'll be mm-hmm. super happy with that. Um, we were, we were incredibly, uh, you know, grateful for the response to the first mm-hmm. single. So we hope, hope this one, um, gets similar feedback. Um, and then, uh, yeah, that's about it. You know, then the album will come out while we're on tour. So, yeah, that's that's kind of what's going on.
1: Awesome. Do you have any words for your uh, fans out there, uh, for the the, the listeners, to watch watchers of Metal Alliance?
0: Yeah, I mean, well, first of all, I hope everybody's safe and as happy as they can be considering the circumstances. Uh, I myself, am, I feel super lucky to have gotten through this uh, the worst part of this, um, in one piece. And, and I feel also very lucky that I did, not I didn't lose anyone's, you know, very super close to me. Although I, 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 know some people who lost parents and grandparents to the virus. And, uh, so again, I feel very lucky that, that I'm, that I'm still here and I'm you know, doing okay. Um, but man, we just can't wait to get back out there and, and play in front of people in uh, in every country on the globe really. But, um, but I guess specific to this interview, we can't wait to get over to europe and and play and uh just we want to thank everybody for all the support you know it's hard to get through a a year like this um, and but we we've, we've been able to do it because of our wonderful you know fans and it's very humbling to to know that there's people out there that that love what we do and um you know so I'm just very thankful and and very uh excited to. To get back out there
1: well we love having you on the show and uh, i'm looking forward to uh, seeing you on the road somewhere preferably a a nice sunny festival somewhere backstage
0: (laughs) yeah that'd be wonderful wonderful (laughs) we can't wait man thank you so much for the interview and um hope you like the album and yeah we'll see you soon have a little love all right